one. Welcome to the Unapologetic Man podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, money, women, and being a fucking man without making any apologies for it. I'm your host, John fucking Anthony. And I am Mark fucking Singh. (laughs) And today, we're going to talk about the morning routine. Um, So having a morning routine is, without a doubt, one of the most important things that any guy can do, uh, and any girl for that matter, in your life. And the reason why is because depending on how you start your day off, like the first hour of your day is going to have a huge impact on the rest of your day. You know, I mean, if you think about it, whenever you start the day off in a good mood, whatever it is, you know, maybe, maybe let's say you have a girlfriend, right? Whenever you make love first thing in the morning, the rest of your day is usually fucking awesome because you approach it in a good mood and then people sense that from you and they give you good energy back because you're in a good mood and everything just seems to go really well. Uh, and then contrast that where, you know, maybe you uh, don't get enough sleep and so you wake up and you're tired and you're like, oh, this is going to suck. And then the rest of the day kind of sucks. So Mark and I thought that we'd make a podcast specifically about our morning routines and, and some things you can add to them and, and what you can do. And um, so I'd like to start off by saying that um, I, my morning routine has changed. Um, you know, I, I update it pretty regularly and depending on my needs, how much time I have, uh, you know, what I want to focus on at that period in my life, depending on these different things, I will adjust my morning routine. But right now it's actually pretty simple. So right now I uh, wake up and I have a uh, light box. So first off, I have an alarm clock that simulates the sunrise. Um, you know, I sleep in a completely pitch black room, um, with a, a mask on too, so that no light gets to my eyes. Um, and then I wake up with the, an alarm clock that stimulates or simulates the uh, sunrise. Uh, it wakes me up and then I hit the light box that I have right next to my bed. And what this is, is it's basically a box that is, I think it's like 10,000 times brighter than uh, a regular light bulb. So it just blasts me with like a huge amount of light. So I wake the fuck up. Um, you know, it's good for depression. It, it stimulates the production of serotonin and, and all this different stuff. So I do that. And then, you know, just look at it real quick, gets me going, gets me hype. And I'll put a link down below, by the way, for all the stuff we mentioned in the description. Um, But there, what I do after that from there is I get my gratitude journal and I write down uh, three things that I'm thankful for, three things that I want to do today that would make it an awesome day. And then I say my affirmations. And these are things like, you know, I'm a fucking champion. I'm so happy and grateful that I'm so wealthy, Just, just different things like that. And I really focus on feeling the affirmation because that's really key. Uh, just saying the words, just going through the motions is not going to do anything. You have to actually feel the energy behind it. Uh, from there, I go into my office. I usually get a greens juice, like a greens drink first thing in the morning. Uh, you know, plop some of that into my uh, protein shaker cup, mix it up, get the greens juice going. And it's not any calories, so it doesn't break my fast. I don't, I don't count that as breaking my intermittent fasting. Um, drink the greens juice. And then maybe uh, I have some aromatherapy stuff, so I'll I'll maybe sniff a little bit of peppermint oil because it's been proven to increase the oxygen in your brain, and it kind of wakes me up a little bit just smelling the peppermint oil, so I'll smell some of that. And then I'll uh, write down the things that I want to do for the day, my tasks, and then I'll write down the goals that I have. And you probably do this too, Mark. I think Dale mentioned it. Our NLP coach mentioned it to both of us. Mm -hmm. I'll write down the, uh, the goals that I want to accomplish. Then I'll write down some dreams that I want to accomplish and just uh, a few notes for the day. And then I'll basically just get started with my day. And um, the first thing that I usually do on on my days, uh, once I do my morning routine, 
is I like to hit the gym. So if it's an off day, then I'll just get right into work. But if it's uh, an on day where I'm working out, I'll go to the gym on an empty stomach, take my pre-workout because it fucking hits me immediately when you have an empty stomach. Uh, just get pumped up from that, get amped up as fuck, go to the gym, crush it, hit the sauna, uh, you know, get some food, come back home, shower, and just eat. And that's that's usually what my mornings look like. We didn't talk about this as we, we typically don't ever talk about what the subject will be. We'll just kind of text each other and say, okay, so let's talk about morning routine. <laughs> and as usual, I mean, I did not know anything at all about your morning routine, but it's funny to me because mine is very similar to that. So I'll blast through mine real quick. And then we want to give you guys a lot of good tips and techniques to maximize not only your morning routine, but your sleep before the morning routine and then your day after the morning routine. Because to be successful, you have to be well rested. And when you start off the day on a positive, positive um, foot, as John was speaking about, then you're going to have a lot more success through the rest of your day. The first, very first thing I want to mention is don't look at your cell phone when you first get up because you immediately go into a reactive state of reacting to what people texted you. That, that is so fucking important right yeah, there. Yeah, reacting to emails and, and plus it just puts you in a negative – usually it will put you in a negative state. Uh, the reason why we check our cell phones is because we want that little hit of dopamine, but resist it. I won't even look at my cell phone until probably one to two hours after I've woken up. So what I do is like John, I sleep in an absolutely pitch black room and you want your room to be absolutely as dark as possible where you can't even see your hand in front of your face. And the reason this is guys is because your skin actually has photoreceptors in it. And like John has that light that comes on in the morning to wake him up. Even if he can't see the light with his eyes, your skin has photoreceptors in it that will wake you up and let, let you sleep not as deeply if there is light on your skin. And they did a test. I'm, I'm reading this book right now called Sleep Smarter. And I, I highly suggest it. It has all these great tips for how to make yourself sleep better. And one of the things they said is they had a guy sleep in a completely black room. And they did a test for how deep he slept. And they, they totally checked out his sleep and how, how deeply he got then what they did is they put this little light that was the size of a quarter behind his kneecap and they just had the light on the back of his knee. Nowhere else, everywhere else was pitch black and his sleep was significantly less um, deep. He was, he was totally affected by this light. So if you have an alarm clock that's super bright or if you have shades that let light through or if you're sleeping until all hours of the day and you know um, there's light coming into your room, that's going to significantly affect your sleep. So what I did is I went through... And I basically blacked out everything, including the fire alarm, the little green light that's up on the fire alarm. I got an alarm clock that you have to press the button just to see what time it is. It's completely blacked out. And all the little intermittent you know, pieces of light that come into my room. Also blackout curtains. Um, I, I like put thumbnails into the sides of the curtains so no light could come in. And my sleep has significantly increased. So when I get up, I do, I do the same thing. And one good thing you can do when you get up is put your hands up towards the ceiling and like I am a champion pose because I guess that boosts your testosterone right off the bat and it's like this pose of like yeah I'm ready to take on the day so I do that and I kind of get a good stretch and then I get out and I immediately meditate immediately I sit down and meditate for about 40 minutes and after I'm done meditating I read my intentions which is what John does as well and the way your intention should be is I am I've mentioned this in previous episodes but the term I am has been scientifically proven to be the most effective intention statement you can make. And like John said, you want to feel it. 
So I am making X many dollars per month. I am 175 pounds with 8% body fat. I am driving a lowered black BMW on rims with leather interior. I am whatever you want your life to be and whatever you're aiming for. That's what you want to state in the, in the statement of I am. So I'll read those twice. I'll feel them. Then I'll hop into a cold shower. And cold showers have tons and tons and tons of benefits. I know you take cold showers as well, John. Uh, mm -hmm. John's a little more gnarly than I am. He starts it off ice cold right at the beginning. Mm -hmm. What I do is I step into a warm shower because I love warm showers. It relaxes my muscles. And then slowly I make it colder and colder and colder until the last three to five minutes is ice cold where it's like barely trickling out and it's so cold. And the first you know, couple months you do this, or I should say a couple weeks, it's going to be pretty miserable. But Google all the benefits of taking a cold shower. It raises your testosterone. It's good for your cardiovascular system. It boosts your immunity. It really wakes you up. I mean, you feel charged up. I always sing in the shower. I, I like play music. And I, I by the time that shower is freezing cold, I'm like singing at the top of my lungs, all fired up and getting all pumped up. Then I'll eat my breakfast, which usually consists of uh, a paleo-type breakfast, which is meat and vegetables. Often have ground turkey with broccoli, and then I'll have ground beef with snap peas, and I'll have some walnuts, and then boom, head off to the gym, have a great workout, and get home and start working. So in, in the interest of sleep, there are a few tips I want to tell you guys. Before you go to bed, what, what really prevents sleep is blue light. Have you ever been driving down the street and you look through somebody's window and it looks like there's like all this blue light shooting out because they're watching television in the dark? Well, what's happening is, is that the light that comes out of your cell phone, out of your laptop, and out of your TV is mostly consistent of blue light. And according to this book, blue light is one of the worst things you can do before you sleep because somehow it goes into your photoreceptors in your eyes and it prevents sleep. It prevents you to be able to get deep sleep. So what he suggests is to stop looking at any media about an hour before bed. And what I always do is I read books. And reading books next to an orange light, a very dim orange light, which coincidentally imitates the light that comes from campfires. And if you think about our ancestors, we basically evolved next to campfires. And before we went to bed, we were used to seeing this orange light. So I'll have an orange light and I'll read for an hour. And right now I'm reading a book about sleeping, so it's perfect. And I'll take some, I'll drink some chamomile before I go to sleep. And I've been sleeping like a total log. And I also wear something over my eyes. I just use a t-shirt. And then I also use earplugs. So nothing can, can wake me up. So don't have um, blue light come into your eyes before you go to sleep. You also want to have a caffeine curfew. Now, if you're anything like me and anything like John, I absolutely love caffeine. I absolutely love it. But what I do is I take my caffeine in the front of the day. Caffeine has a, a half-life of about eight hours. So if you take 200 milligrams of caffeine, which is coincidentally what's in my pre-workout, you're going to still have 100 left in you in eight hours and then 50 left in you in 16 hours. Now, if you're like me, you can probably sleep with caffeine in your system. A lot of people have uh, coffee after dinner or they'll have caffeine late at night and they can still sleep. But the depth of your sleep is significantly reduced when you have caffeine because I don't really understand how it works, but basically caffeine, the molecule goes into the receptor that's responsible for sleep and makes you feel like you don't need sleep or something like yeah. that. So what you want to do is take your caffeine in the first part of the day. So part of my morning routine is I'll have some green tea 
and then I'll do uh, my pre-workout, which is 200. Your your pre-workout is 400, right? Kevin? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> um, well, the, the daily I'm a, allowance. I'm a junkie. No, it's fine. But the daily allowance by the FDA, I think, is 400 is, is what they suggest. So, you know, you got to do what's right for your body. The way I look at it is if I'm around 200, 260 a day, that's more than enough to get me fired up and get through my workout and still under the daily recommended allowance. So again, take your caffeine in the beginning of the day, black out your room as much as possible. Try to stay off your cell phone before you go to bed. I know that's really difficult. Don't wake up and hit your cell phone immediately, even though you want to try to resist it. And by the way, when you do your intentions, which we suggest you do every day, meditating before you do your intentions clears out all the debris in your brain and also has been scientifically proven to make your intentions that much more powerful when you do meditate before you do your intentions. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And um, so for my pre-workout, what I usually do is uh, I have a few different pre-workouts because I'm like a fucking supplement junkie. And uh, so I'll have one, which is like the maximum stimulant one, which is 400 milligrams and like a shit ton of other stuff. And I'll take that on my strength days when I want to like really blast through some some personal records. Mm. And then on the other days when I'm just doing a regular workout, which is for mass, right? If you follow my workout routine, body even alpha, you'll know, you'll know what I'm talking about. On the days that I'm training for mass and more endurance, I'll have a pre-workout but with less caffeine. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I'm a, I'm a very extreme person, so I'm all or nothing. So on my <laughs> on my yeah, you're like yeah. Okay. I, I've been noticing that yeah. Yeah, and um, so on my strength days, I'll take a pre-workout with 400 milligrams caffeine. Maybe add in some modafinil or some Adderall. And I do, do not recommend this, by the way. Don't don't fucking do this. You're going to have a heart attack. Um, and then I'll have some ammonia inhalants too. Oh ammonia God, inhalants. I'm, I'm sick. I can barely speak. But um, yeah, so I do, I do a shit ton of different stuff. And um, on the topic of blue light, that's really important too. So uh, before I go to bed, for about an hour before I go to bed, I'll wear uh, blue light blocking glasses. So yeah. my version is they're called Swannies. I'll put a link down below. Again, everything that we talk about, I'll, I'll link to it down below. Um, and I wear those for about an hour. And what that does is it signals your brain to create melatonin so you can fall asleep easier. Yep. And another thing I'll do is I have uh, a program called F.Lux installed on my computer. So do I. Where, yeah, yeah. Where it uh, it basically changes the, the light that your computer emits as it gets near nighttime. Um, so, you know, I have it disabled right now because I stay up pretty late and I, I don't want to have it on right now. But if I turned it on, my screen would turn really, really orange, so less blue light. So, uh, you know, looking at your screen doesn't interfere with your sleep as much as it normally would. Um, and funny enough, too, a lot of newer phones are having this feature come with them already because, uh, you know, blocking out blue light is really, really important. Um, personally, with caffeine, I far exceed the 400 milligram limit. Um, I'm a bit of a junkie, though, so you guys can do what you will. Uh, I know that Starbucks has double the caffeine that a, a regular a cup of coffee does. So I know that a tall cup of coffee at uh, Starbucks is, uh, I think, 100 milligrams roughly. A grande, which is 16 ounces, is, I think, uh, 170. And then a venti, which is 20 ounces, is like 230 or something like that. So, um, yeah, I usually get um, a couple cups of coffee a day, you know, different things. But I do try to I do try to have my last cup of coffee or my last bit of Adderall or modafinil or whatever stimulant. I try to have it at least six to eight hours before I go to bed, mm-hmm. um, which sometimes admittedly is five in the morning. Um, but because, you know, it, it is going to interfere with your sleep. 
Um, you can also take melatonin, L-theanine. You can, um, you know, have lavender oil. I have some some essential oils. Uh, I love lavender. Um, I'll just dab a little bit on my body, and it smells really good, and it'll relax me. Um, you know, there's different things you can do, and uh, meditation too. By the way, I used to meditate um, probably 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes at night. Um, some days I would do 40 minutes in the morning, 40 minutes at night. But what I do now is um, I just do uh, maybe 10 to 20 minutes at night. Um, not because I don't think it's important, but because I just, um, I think that I get some, some good benefits from that. And I'm not as concerned as, uh, you know, staying present because I'm already fairly present. I think I, I had an initial period where I was meditating a lot to build up that, that willpower muscle. But now I just kind of do 10, 20 minutes here and there. And I, I feel pretty good. So regarding your cell phone, um, if mm-hmm. you guys have an iPhone, go to settings and then go to display and brightness. And there's something called night shift. And like John said, that's built into the phone to get rid of the blue light. So I have mine set from 8 p.m. to 10 a.m. And I have some really bad news if you're a night owl like John and I are. Um, this book strongly, strongly suggests that you sleep you sleep from about 10 to 6. And the reason that is is because from 10 to 2, according to this book, the highest amount of human growth hormone is produced in your body from the, the hours of 10 p.m., to 2 a.m. Now, for years and years and years, um, I've been going to sleep at 3 or 4, and I know John, he just said he's super extreme, and that's true. Sometimes he'll <laughs> go to bed like, I don't know, at 7 a.m. or something like that. <laughs> so um, that w- what it is is you got to look back at, at you know caveman days and nature, right? We typically went to bed just a few hours after dark, and then we would wake up around the time light would come, which would be 6 a.m. when the, the sun would rise. And that's why John has this clock that basically imitates that. Now, I'm obviously not learned enough to say whether or not we can shift our circadian rhythm to you know match our schedule. But the cancer rates in shift workers, which are those people who stay up all night, are significantly higher. And actually, shift work is now considered a class 2 carcinogen. Whoa. Yeah, because it creates it creates so much cancer. So uh, one thing with me is I've been having a really difficult time getting to bed early. I mean, my entire life, I remember when I was in high school, my mom would come into my room and be like, Mark, it's seven o'clock. And I'd be like, <laughs> I want to kill you. You know, I always hate in the mornings. But um, I'm really trying to make a concerted effort to get to bed earlier because of all these studies that are coming out. And I've been at it for about two weeks now. Ever since I started the book, I've been getting to bed at 12. I'm down from 12 to 8, and, you know, I, I feel better already. It's, it kind of seems like my days are longer, and it's difficult for me because I get into this second wind at 10 p.m., and they actually talk about that second wind in the book, and that second wind is your body putting out some kind of chemical to repair the, the cells that have been damaged during the day. But if you're awake already, your body misinterprets it as a second wind to have more energy and want to stay up later. And I've always gotten that second wind. I always get kind of tired around 8 p.m. And then at 10, blow, I'll get this huge second wind. And then I can stay up until 3 writing copy or doing whatever I do. So now I'm going to try to start getting to bed earlier. Man, 10 p.m. just seems so retardedly early to me. Uh, right now I'm aiming for 12. And then, you know, once I master that, maybe I'll go for 10 p.m. But apparently from 10 to 2 a.m. is when all that uh, human growth hormone is produced. So that's something else to consider. Have you ever heard that before, John? I have. Yeah. And, um, I've, I've heard different things though. Some people say that it's from, from 10 to, to, uh, what is it? Like 2 AM or whatever that, that time. 
But some people say that it's uh, like the first four hours that you sleep. Uh, so I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that, I mean, this is a new study and there's a lot of like, you know, emerging evidence and, and different things coming out regarding sleep science because it's kind of in its infancy stages. Yeah. But um, I mean, I do think that obviously there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, science to it. And uh, it's funny because we started talking about like morning routines and now we're like talking about the exact opposite, which is sleep. But um, <laughs> it all it all bleeds into everything else, though. Like so yeah. basically another tip, too, is um, your body sleeps in hour and a half cycles. So yes. it takes roughly an hour and a half to go through one sleep cycle, which is like stage one, two, three and like REM sleep, et cetera. And so that's why you'll find that if you wake up in between sleep cycles, uh, you usually feel groggy. Right. So you'll feel good. If you wake up, you know, after seven and a half hours of sleeping, because that's uh, seven or no, five sleep cycles, you'll feel good after you wake up, um, you know, after nine hours of sleeping, because that's six sleep cycles. But if you wake up after, say, five hours, you're in the middle of a cycle, right? Because one cycle is hour and a half, two cycles is three hours, three cycles is uh, three uh, or four and a half hours. And if you wake up uh, 30 minutes into your next cycle, you're going to feel weird because your body didn't get to complete the cycle, right? Um, and the alternative to this actually too is, is taking a 20-minute power nap because what that does is you don't get too deep into your sleep cycle that it's hard to wake up, but you get the the first couple of, of uh, stages to sort of repair. So hmm. there's there's different theories, but um, personally, I just like to I like to get nine hours at once, and then I just like don't take any naps during the day. But some people have different different things on that, so. Yeah, and I, I read that too, that exact thing, and I was going to mention that. The seven and a, seven and a half, you're going to wake up feeling super um, you know, vital and ready to go, but then at eight, you might feel a little groggy, and you should push it to nine. I find it hard to get nine, so I've been going for seven and a half lately, and then every third day, it seems like my body will go to nine, but I also wake up when my body tells me to wake up. I've always hated waking up to an alarm. In fact, 90% of the reason I became an entrepreneur in the first place was so I wouldn't have to wake up to <laughs> an alarm. You know what Same. I mean? So I wouldn't have to hear that that uh, that voice of my mom being like, Mark, it's 7 o'clock. Get, get ready for school. Oh, my God, man. Uh, for 18 yeah. years, I listened to that. So, um, yeah, basically what they've, what they've shown is that in our modern society, sleep has been like the the thing that we're all proud to say we don't get enough sleep like i only get three hours of sleep at night i'm a hard worker i work you know 19 hours a day and i just get after it but really what they're what the evidence is showing is that sleep is probably the most important thing it's the time your muscles build it's the time you shed fat it's the time you repair yourself it's the time your brain actually cycles out all the toxins that have been developing in it and in this book it talks about um, while you're sleeping, your brain kind of has its own lymph node um, cleaning system that goes on in it. And if you don't get enough sleep, then your brain starts to develop these toxins in it. And they're starting to think it's partially responsible for Alzheimer's. Like uh, Ronald Reagan, as well as some queen in England, always prided themselves on not sleeping a lot and working all the time. And coincidentally, both of them died of Alzheimer's. And so they're saying like, man, you need to give your, your body time to rejuvenate. And when you're working out, you're actually weaker when you leave the gym because you've destroyed your muscles. You've made tons of micro tears into your muscles. And the time you get bigger is when you sleep. So that's why you'll see a lot of bodybuilders take um, uh, GHB to get them into deeper levels of sleep so their body can like repair faster. But you don't have to do that. When you optimize your sleep in all these ways, then you're going to sleep more deeper naturally and wake up revitalized and with better muscles. And also, um, people are overweight 
um, obesity is off, also related to not sleeping well. And one of the best ways to build lean muscle and to lose fat is to get tons of sleep each night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely. This, this is yeah. turning into the sleep episode. I know, right? <laughs> um, no, yeah. I mean, for, uh, for morning routines, if you guys have trouble kind of waking up, like I sometimes do, uh, one tip that I used to, I used to do when I, so basically when I had this shitty job, like the last job that I had uh, a while ago, um, I would have to wake up at 6am to open it. And uh, it actually wasn't shitty. It was a great job, but like, it, I just hated waking up early. So what I would do is I would set my alarm maybe half an hour before I had to get up and then I'd be fucking exhausted. So uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like hit the alarm, hit snooze. And then I would take, um, modafinil, like I'd take some modafinil and then I'd immediately fall back asleep cause I'm fucking dead. And then by the time that the next alarm came, which was like 30 minutes later, I'd hit the alarm and the, the modafinil would be in my system. So I'd be like awake and alert and I could actually wake up. So that's, that's one tip that you can do if you're like fucking dying from sleep deprivation cause you have to work a shitty job. Um, what else? There's, um, peppermint oil, which I, I smell. It helps wake me up. It, uh, lemon and citrus is good too. Sorry to interrupt you, brother, mm-hmm. but I was tripping out because, um, once again, we never talked about it, but I meditate with peppermint oil on the tip of my nose. Oh, and, nice. And so when you meditate, you follow your breath. And so when I have that oil on the tip of my nose, it kind of goes into my lungs and it really helps me follow my breath better. And I put some on the back of my neck and it's called white flower oil. It's, um, you can get it at the, the, uh, Asian supermarkets. It's, um, I, I originally discovered it in Japan and it, it's basically the same thing. It's peppermint oil, but it, man, it like, woo, it wakes you up because it, it, when it's on the tip of your nose, it just hits you, opens up all of your, all of your sinuses and it's really good for meditating and waking up. So yeah, I suggest that as well. Do you use any other types of oil? Not really. Just that, um, I know. I, I just know. put some on my nose, by the way. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. mine's in my the other room, so I can't access it. But I know, you know, there's tons of there's tons of research about how oils can help, and there's all kinds of different uh, curatives for oils and stuff. So I'm sure you're into that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I actually just got into it recently. Um, I know that there's like an MLM that you can do uh, Young Life, but I, I don't do that. I just like you know buy the oils that I like. Um, but yeah, I like I like oils, man. I think there's a lot of properties that you can use. So like one that I have is uh, a combination of like lavender and some other stuff, and I'll uh, dab that on my chest before I go to bed. Um, you know, and I can like dab peppermint oil on my nose. I guess I'm gonna do that now uh, when I wake up in the morning to help wake me up. Yeah. Um, there's there's different stuff you can do. Um, anything anything else? Yeah, one thing, Chris? another thing I wanted to mention is getting sunlight right in the morning. And mm. I, I think you did mention this once, John, is, is opening up the curtains, letting the light hit you. And mm. what's interesting is even your window will filter out some of the some of the sun's positive lights. I guess there's like DH this and HE something or whatever. But what you want to get is you want to get that on your skin because it releases hormones to wake you up. And it releases – it basically starts the timer for when you're going to go to bed that night. And it, it starts the melatonin timer and it releases serotonin and all this stuff. So one good thing to do is to get sun on your skin, not just for the vitamin D, but other hormones as well. And what's interesting is some sunglasses will block out the positive uh, sun rays that go into your eyes because your eyes are one of the ways that you take in sunlight into your body. So when you go out in the morning, I wouldn't suggest having sunglasses on and just kind of be out in the freshness of the day, and that's really going to wake you up. 
combine that with a cold shower and meditating and doing your intentions and your and your goal setting and being grateful, I mean, you are going to be so fired up for the day that you're going to get tons done. And, you know, like John said, the first part of your day is when you set precedence for what you're going to accomplish the rest of the day. And there's this one video about a Navy SEAL who says how important it is to make your bed in the morning because you're starting, mm. your, you're starting your day with an accomplishment. You make your bed, you, you tighten that up, you can bounce a quarter off of it. You know, it's like you're on your battleship, tighten that thing up. And then you, you got this precedence for, I'm going to go kick ass in the day. I'm going to get shit done. When you wake up, roll over, check your cell phone, go eat shitty food, go take a super hot shower and then watch TV, you're just setting yourself up for a failure, you know, for yeah. the rest of your day. So it's a great place to start discipline and to get yourself started the right way. And you're going to get so much done, feel so much better. And then that's going to compound off each other, off each other and for success in the long term. Absolutely. Yeah. And it yeah. doesn't have to take long too. I mean, you can just, you know, uh, get a gratitude journal, just do some basic stuff, you know, meditate for 10 minutes and it's, you know, it's, it's a 20 minute morning routine. You know, you can extend it if you want, but you can start small and just build your way up too. So it, it has really, really profound benefits when you start doing it. Hey, I wanted to ask you, do you stretch before you lift or do you stretch in the morning? I actually don't stretch at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, you're what, 24 now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 41 starting to catch up with yeah. me because I, I can't even touch my toes, man. I, what I do is I just get, um, I mean, I do stretch if I feel really tight, I'll do it, but it's never like proactive. Yeah. What I do is, um, I'll do rolfing, which is really good. Like myofacial release. And that mm. keeps me pretty, pretty loose and pretty limber generally. Is that, is that like the foam roller? That's, that's like, um, that's like one version of it, but like rolfing is like a super super, imagine like a foam roller is just like a blunt object. Yeah. Um, rolfing is like, like precision, like scalpel, like precision. So like oh. they'll go in and like do like a specific, like fucking muscle fiber and release it. And like, it'll have this chain reaction in your body. Um, I think I, did you read, I know you read body mouth. Did you get to the part with, uh, uh, Yuichi, the Japanese guy who like fucking did it on my foot? Oh yeah, I remember, remember that, that part. Yeah, yeah. Or like he fucking hit some nerve on my foot, and like I felt it like jolt up my entire body. Like that was because basically I had some some uh, muscle like cord or tightness or something that was like cutting off a fucking nerve. So um, stretching and just just like paying attention to your muscles like is really good. So so hold some up people, a second. I, so yeah, rolfing yeah. is something they do for you. You don't do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are there like rolfing centers? Yeah, there's like like you have to go through like a, an intense like. Uh, fucking certification thing and like yeah there's like rolfing people it's just like a massage therapist but they're like specialized with rolfing basically how much is it for a session uh usually it's like 120 to 140 an hour an hour yeah Yeah, but it's dude i've had so after i've got uh i've i've got like trained for body and alpha for that uh me on the cover of body and alpha for that photo shoot my muscles were like destroyed and i I was like in so much pain i could barely move and i was stretching i was doing everything um, the only thing that ever worked was rolfing. So I, I'd like highly recommend it to anyone that's listening. If you have any muscular pain or, yeah. or soreness or anything, it's like super valuable. I think. Could, could they help me with my sacroiliac joint that keeps popping out of my hip? I think they probably could. Yeah. Cause if you get the muscles in place, bone always follows muscle. Cause like if a muscle's too tight, it'll like pull the bone right. out of place. And that's one thing that they'll do too is like, um, I was talking with my, with my rolfer, he was like doing something on my forearm. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just creating more space between the, the joints. And I was like, what the fuck? So apparently they um they like increase the space between your joints so they have like more room and it doesn't hurt. There's Dude, like a lot of really cool shit they do. There's actually a place right here by really? where I live. Yeah, I'm going to go check Dude, it out. Dude, fucking, fucking get it, bro. Fucking get it. Yeah, because I'm like also having some pains um, in my bicep 
from from lifting and then my fucking mm. hip dude like i got a bad hip i'm like an old man <laughs> i can't have a bottom locker i got a bad hip <laughs> yeah dude i'll try that maybe that's the answer but part of my morning routine too is doing my pt physical training mm. exercises i hate it i hate it so much i do it after i meditate and like it just feels like such a waste of time to me and i'm always yeah. having to go in the chiropractor to get my fucking hip pop back in and mm. the whole reason my hip came out is because i did a backflip off a boat trying to show oh. off to my girlfriend and her friends <laughs> what happened How, how'd you did it hit when you hit the water dude like halfway through the hip or the the rotation i just felt something bad and then i oh. hit the water and i was like oh no Damn. this is not good so yeah i really need to get that fixed because it's fucking with my mobility and yeah uh, you know playing sports and stuff so rolfing rolfing's fucking phenomenal i mean i used to do yoga in the morning for my morning routine that's one thing you can, guys can add to is yoga mm. Um, or like bioenergetic warmups. So Elliot Hulse actually has a great video on this, um, which is different bioenergetic warmups. So one is like you jump up and down and you feel the impact in your heel. And that just kind of like shakes your body, like uh, moves the limp around, like wakes you up. There's different stuff you can do like exercises. But um, since I go to the gym first thing in the morning, basically after I do my routine, I don't add any sort of like yoga or anything to my routine. Yeah, so. so I wanted to tell you guys this Sleep Smarter book, I highly suggest it. It gives uh, 21 essential strategies to improve your sleep. It's by this guy named Sean Stevenson. Really, really, really suggest it because, again, they're finding out how important sleep is to your health, and it, it's really essential. And even I've noticed um, some changes ever since I – darkening out my room was was just such a big change. I'm sleeping so much better now not waking up in the middle of the night, sleeping all the way through and feeling feeling amazing. So I really suggest that book and I don't suggest books unless I'm really impressed with them and he gives a lot of good tips. One other tip is to put um, magnesium, either more, mm. more magnesium in your diet or to spray magnesium spray on your chest and then rub it in. I guess that's what he does before he goes to bed. I haven't tried it yet myself, but the next time I go to the hippie shop, I'm going to pick <laughs> me up some of that stuff and try it out. So Lots mm. of things you can do to um, improve your sleep. And then when you pop up, you'll be ready to take on that cold shower. I noticed um, – I, I want to talk a little bit more about cold showers because I think there's so many benefits. But I noticed that when I sleep really good, I'm like way more fired up to get in that cold shower. But when I sleep like shit, I'm like I don't want to turn it to cold. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. you just – I don't know. And you can just feel – when it's warm, it just feels like weakness. And then when it's cold, it feels like power. It's really yeah. weird. And it's think like about, comfort, comfortable weakness or like uncomfortable yeah. jarring power. <laughs> yeah. And think about our ancestors, guys. Like I always love making this analogy because they didn't have hot showers back in the day. What they had is a cold-ass stream to jump into. And I'll tell you, I live in Colorado. Even when it's 100 degrees in the mountains, the river is always freezing. It's always Damn. super cold. And if you jump in that thing, you're going to get this jolt. And that's what um, Native Americans do. You know, They would get in their sweat lodge and then go into an ice-cold river and um, the Russians figured it out and everybody did. Have you heard of Wim Hof? Yeah, I have his method too. Do you have his method? How is it? I was yeah. thinking about buying it. I, I tried it a while back. Um, I haven't tried it in a while, but when I did it, I felt really fucking good, dude. It's like, like breathing, the cold showers, right? like well, the breathing. Yeah, dude, I, I did his method. I almost passed out once because I like went too far with it because I was like trying to push myself. Because you're extreme. It's like really, yeah, because I'm, <laughs> I'm an extremist. It's uh, it's really cool though. It's I I should probably start doing that because I felt pretty good when I did it. Yeah, so. man, those cold showers, because you're the one, man, you've you've suggested so many things to me that I've made, like, at first blush, I'm like, fuck this guy, man, he's telling me to stop <laughs> masturbating, he's telling me to take cold showers, I'm like, I hate this it's guy. It's like dude. all pain, it's, it's like, all stop pain. jerking off, stop doing this. <laughs> Wake up early, like, everything I hate, I was, I have, like, um, 
I really admire the Navy SEALs because like they just have that never quit attitude. And I'm like, I always tell people, I'm like, dude, I can never do it because I hate waking up early and I hate fucking being cold. And these are the things I'm going into willingly now. And and like I've said so many other times, you know, when you go into pain willingly, it's surprising how much joy there is out the other side. And ever since I've been taking these cold showers, dude, I've been walking around like with the t-shirt outside when it's 35. Yeah. It's really Same. weird. Like I've reset my my thing. I used to be cold all the time. Now, granted, I did move to Colorado from Hawaii, so you know I was already preset to a different thing. But I was always cold. Always wanted a warm shower. I had my temperature in my house at eighty, and now it's like at sixty-seven. And I go outside with the t-shirt on, and it feels invigorating. And um, it's really weird. And it jacks your testosterone. Yeah, I get cryotherapy too, which is where you blast yeah, your body we'll with liquid nitrogen. Is yeah, that's really good too. It's gnarly, dude. I've, I usually get it like once or twice a week and it helps a lot with uh, just like everything, like immune system, recovery, like it's super good for you. How much is Circulation. that? Circulation. Uh, here, it's pretty cheap here. It's I think uh, 25 a session. Okay. But in some places it's like 50 or something a session. So dude, two you have to check it out. Now you're going to be like, bro, I do this thing where I just cut open my arm, like I cut <laughs> from my wrist and it, it's so good for you. And then I do this thing where I light my head on fire. Yeah. It's so good for you, bro. And I'm like doing all this shit and you're just That's laughing. Where I, I get my car going 55 miles an hour then I jump out. It's fucking it's invigorating, it's man. It boosts the testosterone. It's really good for you. Take a ruler and just smack your balls, dude. Like smack, so, fucking dude. smack myself in the head with a sledgehammer. It's, it's great. It's great for the testosterone. The girls love you. <laughs> Seriously, though. All right, cool. Well, we wanted this to be a quick one. I have a, a dinner to get to. So have yeah. we covered everything? I think so, dude. Do you want to wrap up with the, the products? Yeah, yeah. So uh, John and I offer some awesome products. I'll let him tell you about Alpha Evolution. But I offer coaching. And it's one-on-one -on -one coaching on the phone. Blast of your sticking points and make amazing progress with just a session or two. Um, I've had absolutely phenomenal progress with my students and Getting a lot of clients from this podcast here. You can check that out at marksingcoaching.com, M-A-R-K-S-I-N-G, coaching.com. And I use NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, to help you blast through any sticking points that you probably don't even know you have, which is preventing you from attracting women. You're probably doing the same thing over and over again, getting the same results. And a quick meeting with me will identify it, will work on it, get it out of the way, and you'll be absolutely shocked with the results. I also have an approach program, which is called uh, The Approach Formula. You can get that at gettheapproachformula.com. It typically sells for 33 bucks, but since you're a champion who's listening to this podcast, you could grab it for 10 measly dollars. And there's also an upsell on the back end of that called The Conversation Sniper, where I give 101 funny one-liners to say to girls uh, that get them cracking up and keep the conversation going when your conversations fizzle out. So again, that's gettheapproachformula.com and marksingcoaching.com. John? So I've got Seven Strategies to Develop Your Masculinity, which is my first book and best-selling book. Uh, if you're looking for somewhere to start to get girls, that's the best place to start because it fixes the underlying problem, which is that you're not masculine enough. So you can check that out in the link down below. Comes with a bunch of free bonuses. In addition to that, there's Body of an Alpha, which is my go-to book for anyone who's trying to get jacked, uh, trying to lose weight, get shredded, just anyone who wants to get bigger muscles and look better and feel better and just get great health. It's called Body of an Alpha, again, in the link down below. And then there's two other products that we have that are oftentimes closed because we don't let enough people in or we don't let a certain number of people in because we have enough in the course already. Um, but we open them up every now and then. Uh, the first one is Bitcoin Millionaire, 
That's my course on trading cryptocurrencies and how I make six figures a year from trading cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, Litecoin, etc. Uh, you can check that out at getbitcoinmillionaire.com. Um, I think we opened it up for Cyber Monday recently, but I don't know if I'm going to close it or not. So check it out. Um, if it's closed, then just send me an email and I'll consider letting you in. Then there's Alpha Evolution, which is the home boot camp where we teach you one-on-one -on -one how to seduce women, meet, uh, seduce and attract women and date beautiful women. Um, and that is also open. I uh, actually might have just closed it. I think I closed it uh, last night. But um, I might open it up if you want to send me an email. You can check it out at alphaevo.com. And yeah, so check out the links down below. Mark, uh, I'll put all the things we mentioned in the description, all the different things, the the supplements and the light box and the book that you mentioned and everything. So yeah, guys, hope you enjoy the podcast. And uh, do you have anything to add, Mark? That is all. Thank you so much for listening, guys. See you all next right. time. See you guys next time.